This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Biodiesel supports more than $11 billion in economic activity and 60,000 U.S. jobs. Visit americasadvancedbiofuel.com for more. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Talks to update the North American Free Trade Agreement resumed on Wednesday, and Canada is trying to leverage its position in the discussions. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau told reporters Wednesday in Ottawa that Canada wants to see additional flexibilities from the U.S. to get a deal done. The U.S. and Mexico have already completed a handshake agreement, but efforts to bring Canada into the fold haven't been successful as of yet. Dairy remains one of the final issues to be worked out, and Canada is being pressured by the country's dairy industry. The Dairy Processors Association of Canada held a press conference on Wednesday calling for the Canadian government to ensure any final NAFTA deal does not negatively impact the Canadian dairy sector. In a release, the group said Canadian dairy farmers have been negatively impacted by trade agreements with Pacific Rim countries as well as the European Union. Canadian Trade Minister Krista Freeland met with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer in Washington today. Bear Crop Science leader Liam Condon says he expects a decision from the Environmental Protection Agency on the labeling of dicamba soon. Speaking to U.S. reporters in attendance at the company's Future of Farming event in Germany, he didn't want to prejudge the EPA's decision, but said he expects it in the coming weeks. The expectation is that there will be a decision in the very near future because the EPA has said they won't take decision before the next growing season so that, that growers have certainty. Um, um, I think the EPA has said all along they, they clearly see um, the importance of, of a product like dicamba and, and probably the discussion is more about how to use this um, and we're expecting this decision imminently like in the next weeks um, but ultimately it's then the EPA decision when, when it happens. Bear closed its acquisition of Monsanto in June and the process was completed in August. Now, Condon says Bear Plains' standby glyphosate, marketed by Monsanto as Roundup, he says that plan includes a push to gain acceptance of the product in the EU. I think Monsanto um, at some point more or less gave up trying to educate because the GMOs were, um, were, weren't available, the market was too small. I think we have a, a new opportunity now as a combined company um, to step up the engagement level and we need to do this as the leader in the market. Um, we got to get the story of modern agriculture out there. We can't do it alone, but we got to be at the forefront, and, and that's a commitment that, that we're making. Earlier this week, Bear asked a California judge to throw out a $289 million jury verdict awarded to a man who claimed glyphosate gave him cancer. The damages continue to pile up from Hurricane Florence. North Carolina's Agriculture Department reports the storm caused the loss of at least 3.4 million birds and about 5,500 hogs. The North Carolina Pork Council says most of the state's hog farms have resumed normal operations with the exception of a 14-county area where logistical challenges and flooding continue. Three American groups are calling on the United Kingdom's Department of Transport to implement a nationwide E10 ethanol blend. The fuel is the most commonly used blend in the United States, and the Renewable Fuels Association, U.S. Grains Council, and Growth Energy say that success proves the U.K. should adopt an E10 standard. That would represent an increase from the country's current 5% blend. The group say moving toward E10 would give U.K. ethanol producers a more stable market. Just this week, they added, the largest ethanol producer in Britain announced they are ceasing production simply because they do not have a market and because the government has not moved fast enough in its adoption of E10. The comments were submitted as part of a government consultation that closed on Sunday. 
Finally today, milk and cereal received a social media boost from the most unlikely of places. Model and television personality Kendall Jenner tweeted to her 25.5 million Twitter followers that she recently tried cereal with milk for the first time and described the experience as life-changing. Up until now, the 22-year-old said she always ate cereal dry. So far, there's no word on how her realization has altered nationwide milk purchases. Now, here's Jeff Nally with a word from our sponsor. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oil, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it supports more than $11 billion in economic activity. That's biodiesel. An American-made fuel transporting goods across the country, heating homes, and driving our economy forward. Biodiesel, the American innovation driving more than 60,000 U.S. jobs. Visit americasadvancedbiofuel.com for more information. That's all for today's AgriPulse Drive Time. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.